Glad you're here with us on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you and that wallet of yours. I want you to fatten that wallet. You know, Clark.com is our main website, and if you have a question for me, go to Clark.com slash ask. If you want to ask me directly, check that box that puts you on the air with me. So I want to do a point-counterpoint. There is a uh, financial writer with the Washington Post who takes exception to... He didn't mention me specifically in this article, does he? But he takes great exception to my excitement about credit karma tax. If you have not done your tax return yet, or maybe you're not even familiar with credit karma tax, credit karma, the people I recommend for you to be able to monitor what's going on with your credit score, to do free credit monitoring, various things like that. Credit karma has been putting more and more effort into offering free income tax preparation and filing the federal level and if you live in a state with a state income tax at the state level and so uh the writer jeff fowler is upset to say the least about what credit karma tax is up to so the way they make their money when you do the free credit scoring and all that is they're feeding you offers that they know based on your profile and your credit score that you're going to qualify for by doing your income tax for free well what they're then able to do is they know your exact income which makes it much more precise for them to target you with offers so the uh, IRS does not allow Credit Karma to take any information from your tax return, package it, and sell it to anybody. Your tax return stays private, is filed with the IRS. So what Credit Karma is doing is they're taking that adjusted gross income you put on that form, and then what they already do with the targeted offers, they're able to target much more precisely with you to you. So they don't make any money from doing your return. They make money from zeroing in on what offers would excite you. If you choose to take any of those offers up, they're then making money on commissions for referring you to this bank or that credit card or whatever. So I want you to know that I don't see this as some kind of evil, terrible, sinister thing. If you are thrifty and you just want to do your tax return and have the preparation software and all that and not have to pay for it, I like Credit Karma. Now, I I should mention as an annex that most people income qualify for free tax preparation and free filing through a link right on the front of irs.gov. And it's roughly, I guess it's two-thirds of taxpayers qualify under the income levels that allow you to do free prep and free file. If you go to irs.gov on the front screen, you'll see the free file button. You can click on it, and all the usual suspects for tax preparation software are available there for free preparation and filing 
Some also include state filing. Others charge if you live in a state with state income tax. You can look through the choices, and you can do your tax return for free just because that's the way the program works for the typical taxpayer to not have to add insult to injury and not only have to pay tax, but to pay to say how much tax you're going to have to pay by preparing it. Tom is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Tom. Hello. Tom, I've been waiting for your call because who has decided the best way to run their business is to raise their prices and then give you less of what they were giving you before? Well, the company that I'm referring to is AT&T and the DirecTV Now. Yeah, so AT&T that has more debt than any other non-financial company, I think, on earth, has decided that the way they're going to deal with their reckless financial behavior and the massive amount of debts they've taken on is to stick it to their loyal customers. And so if you are a customer of their streaming product, DirecTV Now, they are raising your rates from 40 to 50, is that right? Uh, correct, and that is for the uh, entry-level program. And, and they're taking away a huge number of channels that you did have. Well, they, they did say I could keep my current programming, but they're going to raise my price. Even more. <laughs> correct. But yeah, basically a 25% increase on what I'm paying now. Yeah, fire them. This is easy. <laughs> fire them. I mean, AT&T, well, there's so many choices now for streaming products. Why would you I, give them all that money? Because as best I know, you are not running Tom's charity to subsidize AT&T's foolish decisions. I, I completely agree. I, I almost feel like I'm paying for their merger with Time Warner. <laughs> oh, that's exactly what you're doing. That's yeah. exactly, you know, this is a massive ego play. You know, first direct uh, AT&T spends $50 billion to buy the declining business of DirecTV's satellites. Then they can't figure out how to make that work, and so they've tried every different price point with that and with the streaming, and now they buy the Time Warner thing, and they've got all the, the debt from that, and somebody's got to pay, and they want that to be you. Yeah, so, so I thought I would bring it to your customers or your your um, listeners' attention, and, and I don't know if they're listening and they're oh they're hearing they're, you. And so, oh, okay, I, so I've got on Clark.com one of our most popular regular guides is a guide to streaming services, and we've got the pluses and minuses of each, the price points of each, and the program packages available with each, and you'll see that the DirecTV now is no longer price competitive in the marketplace. Don't they realize they're going to lose customers for this? And no, what they're counting on... more money uh, than make money. No, what, what companies count on is inertia from subscrip- subscriptions, that people may intend to make a change, they just don't get around to it. Mm, okay. So uh, in this case, AT&T has got bills to pay, They want you to pay them, and it's your choice whether or not you want to be part of that. And Tom, like you, I am not going to subsidize AT&T 
they can go soak their head. And if you want to know where best your money should go, go to Clark.com, look at our streaming guide, and you'll see many superior choices, including if you're ultra cheap, we now have our program package choices that cost zero dollars a month. That'll give you a lot of video content for nothing. Susan's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Susan. Hi, Clark. Thanks for taking my call. Sure, Susan. You want to talk about another video service that's not giving you any service? I do. Uh, Cinemia. Um, they are behaving in a courageous manner. Uh, my husband and I purchased an annual subscription from them on Black Friday, so it was a really, really good deal. It was $95.88 to see three movies a month for an entire year. And several weeks ago, they actually asked us, they sent us in, they locked us out of our accounts and said, mm, we suspect some fraud, you need to, to prove who you are. So we had to, to send them copies of us holding our photos of us holding our government issued IDs, which I thought was a little much, but we did it and they, they let us back in. And then this past weekend, when we went to use the service, they said, Nope, your service has been terminated because we think you're committing fraud. Right. (laughs) And this is, this is something not isolated. There are complaints everywhere about this happening to Cinemia customers. Yes, there have been hundreds of people reporting that. All right. So one thing I would do if you've not done so yet is file a complaint at BBB.org. Okay. And it seems that you have a, a chance that complaining through the Better Business Bureau will get you to an actual um, person with authority at Cinemia who can deal with your situation. They also say that they've added more staff so that people are not willy-nilly canceled. And so far, there doesn't seem to be a real effect of that. Gosh, this has been such a negative segment. I just talked about the problems people are having with the huge price increase from DirecTV now, and here you are, you're paying for something you're not getting. That's right. So, um, and did you have it charged to a credit card monthly or did you pay Um, a year up front we paid a year up front but i have read online that some people have been successful in getting their credit card companies to refund part of what they paid on a prorated basis for um i think that they said it's because of um, service not received and you may in fact though not even need to go that far based on your complaint with the Better Business Bureau. And on the message boards, it's funny because there are people saying, the BBB was a waste of time. Then other people say, no, they got me reinstated. So I think you try that because you never know what one tool is going to solve a problem. Right. So I I would do that first, give that a few days to run, and then maybe next you would consider going to the additional step of doing a dispute with your credit card. Okay. And, you know, you are not going to be the only person who the credit card companies heard from. 
I'm sure, yeah. So I'd like for you please to let me know if any of these buttons you push get you a useful response. Okay, I will. Thank you. And you know the real irony of this is that Cinemio at one time was the one that we weren't hearing complaints about. It was all about movie pass, and Cinemio was the one that was supposedly doing it right, and now they've become the one that seems to be spoiling the movie party for people. Which is why we went to them. Oh, you were movie pass and that crashed and burned? <laughs> exactly. Well, I, I am so sorry. You know, it seems like a pretty simple thing. Give people a subscription to movies, and that's what AMC has been doing with their plan. And to this point, uh, I got to tell you, we haven't had a single complaint about the AMC movie program. Faye is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Faye. Hey, Clark. I love your show. Thank you, Faye. Invaluable advice. Thank you. Uh, So recently on a Clark Stings, I don't even like listening to it because I don't want to hear anything negative about you. No, no. (laughs) That's how I I grow as a person. It's great. I know. I I was just joking. Anyway, so someone calls about credit freeze and that there are like 60 other freezes that we could do um, and obviously I can't go through 60 but two of them were, sounded interesting one is cell phones and one is bank accounts how do I go about freezing my bank account increase or whatever and cell phones okay so the bank account thing usually is done through check systems C-H-E-X systems okay and so with them uh, they're they're not used to people doing this, but they they of course have to make it available. And so, if you did uh, a search with Google or whatever search engine you use, check systems credit freeze. You'll okay. then get to the section of their website. And the idea of this is that you prevent others from opening accounts is if they're you with banks, which can be Correct. an enormous hassle. It doesn't happen a huge amount, but if you want to go a little bit out uh, wider to protect yourself beyond the three major credit bureaus, that's a great one to do. Okay. Then there's another one. I don't know which other one you want to talk about. but cell phone one? Yes, that one. That's the one I was going to talk about because (laughs) there continues to be a problem with criminals impersonating you and going into a cell phone store and or over the phone opening an account as if they're you and then getting that cleaned up can be a real hassle yep and the name of that one this is just a real mouthful but you ready yep i am it's the national consumer telecom and utilities exchange okay telecom and utilities exchange and so with them, you've got the same ability to freeze your file. So if somebody does go in and attempts to open a new cell phone plan as if they're you, they're shut down. It also means you're shut down if you forget how you did it. So you got to make sure you keep the same kind of records for it as you right. do for the three major credit bureaus. Got you. Okay. And, awesome. and if anybody ever wants to see... If they want to go full paranoia, 
and they want to do this over and over and over again for every possible place in your life. Somebody may try to make your life miserable. Um, you can go to a list that Wallet Hub has put together. And so you could search Wallet Hub credit freeze, and it'll show you all these obscure databases that you can freeze people out of. But if you want to be OCD, go to Wallet Hub. <laughs> exactly. But the two that you named, if you were going to pick up two extras, the two that you named are great choices. I'm so glad to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show, where we work together to educate each other, to empower each other with advice and information so you can have more power in your financial future. Now, you expect, when you ask me a question, that I'm going to give you an answer that's going to be something that's actionable, something that makes sense, that works, that is right. But there are times that you'll hear me give advice or give an opinion that doesn't ring true with you or you feel is just wrong. That's why we have Clark.com slash Clark Stinks, where you can post where you feel I came up short. Others can read what you posted. They can comment on it. They can start their own thing that they're griping about me. Well, I love the gripes because that's how I learn. That's how I get better at what I do. And once a week, our producer, Krista, goes through your posts on Clark Stinks and shares highlights with you right here, right now. I should have never encouraged you to speak. You must think I'm pretty stupid. You should be ashamed of yourself. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're right, pal. Okay, time to take out the garbage again. Clark you again refer to a mysterious young woman who supposedly was admitted to Stanford University and whose family was not of great means, but who chose to attend another institution with a full ride. As a proud Stanford alum, I wish you would stop spreading misinformation about the cost of attending there. The university has the most general, generous financial aid program available, and total costs for lower and middle income families are less than your average state school. In fact, parents who make less than $125,000 per year will pay zero tuition, and parents who make less than $65,000 per year will pay zero in tuition and living expenses, and they link to a page on um, Stanford's website. In 2016 and 17, the median cumulative undergraduate indebtedness for students with debt receiving undergraduate degrees was $13,000. Please stop spreading this misconception, Ethan. Ethan, thank you. And I remember this is a, a pilot who I talked to, and she told me the story about it because she had heard me talk on the air about the whole student loan thing, which comes up so often on our show. And she told me her story, that she had been accepted at Stanford and ended up going to a school in Florida that gave her 100% free, you know, housing, everything free, um, and quite an academic achiever. And I was talking to her about the whole thing with Stanford being perhaps the nation's best university, and does she have any regrets about it? And she did not have any regrets about not attending Stanford. I mean, you know, if I was in that position – and I had a chance to go to the nation's perhaps best university, 
although MIT might disagree or Harvard might disagree or whatever. But anyway, I don't know. Maybe I would have done Stanford, although I would have never had the chance to worry about that because I never could have gotten into an elite level school like that. But she made her choice and was able to enter adulthood with zero debt. Zero. We don't really think Clark stinks, but our luck certainly does. My husband is an avid listener and thus made the decision to raise our auto deductibles from $500 to $1,000. Five days after making this change, our Chevy Silverado pickup truck was stolen. On a high note, our 14-year-old daughter who read Clark's post on Roth IRA for teenagers has just opened up her very own custodial Roth and cheerfully plunked $1,000 into it for her initial deposit, all of it earned on her own as a babysitter. She plans to add at least $2,500 every year. Best, Dan and Leah. Dan and Leah, that's a fantastic note for the future with your daughter being so industrious and being so into saving and building security for herself. As for the deductible, the increase, maybe you should go to her and borrow the money. <laughs> but I feel bad about that. Over time, I promise you, the higher deductible works out. Although for you, man, that was unlucky. <laughs> I heard Clark tell someone today that they could stream the PlayStation View service at two different locations. In my experience, this is not the case. My wife and kids are in Dayton, Ohio, finishing out the school year, and when they are using the PlayStation View app there, and I try to use one here at our new home in Columbus, Ohio, I get a message stating that PlayStation View cannot be streamed from two different locations. I just switched to YouTube TV, and with YouTube, we are able to stream from the different cities. Jason. Jason, thank you. My uh, primary experience is the ones I've tested are Sling, DirecTV Now, YouTube and Hulu, the Hulu thing is called, I think, Hulu Live. I have not actually tested the PlayStation, and if I made a mistake with that, that more than one can be using it simultaneously, I apologize. So the beauty of YouTube TV is they've done everything from the ground up to make it as flexible and usable by multiple family members with three different streams going on at the same time. And it's either five or six unlimited DVRs, each family member having one unlimited DVR of their own, unless somebody, for some reason, needs two unlimited DVRs for themselves. Clark told a recent caller who had seen his financial well-being destroyed by an unwise person with whom he was in love and now no longer with to not feel guilty about his situation at all. After all, Clark said, love is blind. Boy, that stinks. True love is patient, it is kind, but it is not blind. Had this person been Clark's own daughter, he would not have blindly stood by and watched the disaster happen. He would have been kind, he would have acted long before the disaster came and went. Wise people always love wisely, but they do not love blindly. Don. Don, thank you, and maybe my response to that, even though what I was trying to do was be as um, compassionate as possible, was not the message I should have given. And I, I take what you said to heart that maybe there was a different way that I could have shown compassion at the same time, talked about how important it is to protect yourself financially in a relationship. 
Hey, Clark, in reference to the fighting over crab legs, I really feel like you're being very disrespectful (laughs) for those crab leg lovers out there. Crab meat is divine and hands down the tastiest source of protein. So why would you suggest getting one leg at a time? Who eats crab legs one at a time? Most people go to those buffets for the crab legs exclusively. Restaurants rarely have all-you-can-eat crab legs, and the quality is usually questionable. I'm not justifying physical violence, but that buffet should have had made sure they had an adequate amount of legs for everyone. Great show, Eli. Eli, thank you. Uh, (laughs) The crab legs thing has legs. I mean, man, people really are into the crab legs. And if you didn't hear, it's about how fistfights break out at all-you-can-eat buffets over the crab legs. Somebody feeling like somebody took too many or they cut line. People cut the get line. crabby. Yeah, they get crabby. Yeah. Oh, we are really punny <laughs> today. So uh, I, I think that the best answer is instead of going to an all-you-can-eat buffet, instead go to a seafood restaurant that's running an all-you-can-eat crab leg special and then a server is bringing them to you, and then we keep order, not chaos. Clark, I love the show. I have taken a lot of your advice and applied it to my life, from Roth IRAs to Acorns and Robinhood. I was browsing your website and was looking at pest control ideas. I've worked for several several companies over the years and am now considering opening my own business. I came across a video where a guy was trying to show people how to do it yourself. I was taken aback to see his video. From pour a little extra to make it stronger, to not wearing long pants and a long sleeve shirt, and especially no gloves. I use many different products, and if you don't use the correct amount, you can be wasting your time and money. My main point is, if you're making a training video on how to do something yourself and teach the masses, show the correct way. If they don't follow the label, they are breaking the law. I'm all for DIY, but that was hard to watch. Thanks for all you and your team do, Michael. Thank you, Michael. Um, so we get questions about this, about doing different things that normally you would hire a professional for doing it yourself. But as far as I'm concerned, I don't want to be in a position handling dangerous chemicals. I would rather, this is me speaking, I would rather someone trained who does this as a professional do it, but there are people who cannot afford or the priorities in their lives don't allow them to hire somebody to do pest control. And so the purpose of us having an instructional video is so that if people want to do it themselves, they can do that. And if our video did not do a good job from the safety standpoint, uh, obviously that's something we should correct. Yes. We also had a pregnant lady refinishing a dresser, <laughs> one of our staffers in a video, so we're working on that. Uh, Clark, at the very end of your March 12th podcast, Joel read an Ask Clark question from a listener named Richard. Why can't businesses, as opposed to individual people, get those great online savings account rates of 2.5%? You didn't actually answer the question. You said banks don't want to attract those deposits, but why don't they want to? Isn't all money green? So banks look at uh, businesses with their cash flow as organizations they know they've got to put the money somewhere, where individuals they look at as what's known as the hot money, the money they should try to attract. 
And that's why savvy businesses use the steps that I recommended doing uh, money market mutual funds with discount brokers rather than doing anything with banks that are going to just totally rip off small businesses on their available funds, on their cash flow. Dear Clark, I've heard you mention how you throw your cell phone in the back seat when driving to avoid the temptation of using or answering it. But what were you? What if you were involved in an accident and were unable to reach it to call for help? I realize the chances of this scenario may be less than the chances of you stinking, but maybe it's worth reconsidering. Ken. Ken, so my phone is Bluetooth to my car. So if I was in a position that I was immobilized, I would hopefully be able to still make a call from the screen in my car and be able to place that call. It's it's so important to me to make sure I don't use my phone and I should update. My car has this compartment that you can charge your phone from and the phone sits underneath so that you cannot reach it it while it's charging. So you can't even be tempted to do anything on your phone. I appreciate all your posts. Please, if there's something you feel that I've really not done a good job for you, I need to hear it. I need your perspective. And so that's why if you go to Clark.com slash Clark Stinks, take the time because I do appreciate it when you let me know that there is a way I can do what I do better to serve you and others. Tom is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Tom. Hey, Clark. Thanks for taking my call. It's a pleasure to speak to you. Well, great to have you here, Tom. You got a question about your parents. Yeah, I wanted to get your advice on a reverse mortgage. Um, I know that they've gotten a bad rap, um, you know, in the past. And I know that you recommend them only for like last resort. Um, My parents are in their uh, late 80s. Um, They are just living on their um, very small pensions and Social Security. We just recently had to take my dad's driver's license away, so he's no longer working. Um, So they lost a little income there. Wow, your dad Um, was working into his late 80s, driving himself to and from work. He was 87, and he was delivering auto parts. um, And it got to the point where we couldn't do that anymore, so we had to take that away from him. Wow, well, he is blessed with long life, isn't he? Yes, he is. So there's just not enough money to go around. How many siblings do you have? Uh, It's three total. Okay. And have you had a sibling meeting about this? Yes, we have. The The big thing is they want to stay in the house. Um, we've thought about downsizing and have them go to like a condo. Um, they get pretty upset. They, they really want to just stay in the house. So what we're trying to do is look at the reverse mortgage to pay off some debt. They, have, they owe some money on a, a home equity line of credit. They owe some credit cards. So I think if we were to take the reverse mortgage and pay down some of their debt, it would reduce reduce their expenses, and they might be able to stay in the house a little longer. Right. So you're describing a circumstance where a reverse mortgage can make sense, because if they're in the latter stages of their lives, and they're just having to cut too many corners because there's not enough income, then this is when a reverse mortgage can be a good choice. The problem and the reason reverse mortgages get so much bad publicity is because the expenses to establish one are ridiculous. They're so high. So a right. lot, a and lot I've of... I've gotten the, 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 the closing cost on the one that we're looking at 
is about 14,000. Um, the interest rate is about 4.3% with a max of 9.3%. All right. So I hate that all the way around. So three siblings total. Mm-hmm. Uh, any of the three of you doing really well financially as an adult child that you might be the one who could provide some subsidy to your parents and in return for that, there's uh, so that things are equal among the three siblings, that there's some kind of note that's settled at the time of uh, your parents' passing? I think we could, but it, it might be difficult because we all have our own expenses. All right. Then uh, if there really is not, because it's always best if there's an adult child who has the financial resources, because think about that drain in costs, the variable rate to the interest rate, that mm-hmm. both of those things are some of the reasons why doing a reverse mortgage is such a negative thing. But right. if why don't you have another sibling meeting? See if somebody's okay. willing to take that on. Okay. Can because, I ask you one more question? Sure. Um, so the way we were looking at this, they were going to give us, um, when all was said and done, where they paid off the debt, we were going to get 25000 at closing. And then on the, in the 13th month, they were going to give us another 57000 And this would go into an interest-bearing, it's like a line of credit, I guess? Yeah, I hate that. Okay. Yeah, I don't it's like that at all. I, I, okay. Payment? Can I ask you a question? Sure. The, the company pitching the reverse mortgage, did they require HUD-approved counseling, financial counseling for your parents? Oh, oh yeah. They, I think that's part of the requirement now for any right. reverse mortgage. All right. I th- there are a, a number of reverse mortgage companies. I think you need to go back and research more reverse mortgages because the terms and conditions you have stated are terribly unfavorable to your parents. And I think you need to go dig more. If it is going to be a reverse mortgage, you need to find one that's more favorable to them financially than what they've been offered by whoever this lender is. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. Thanks for joining us today. The Clark Howard Show is produced by Kim Drobes, Joel Larsgaard, Deborah Reese, and Jim Ayers. And remember, 24 hours a day, we're there to serve you at Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com.